0: Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping cleaning professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. Funny Papers Edition. I recently collected a series of over 20 funny stories from professional house cleaners from Angela Brown's Facebook group, Professional House Cleaners. So thank you, Angela Brown, for allowing me to collect some stories. And if you haven't heard of Angela, you need to check out the two podcast episodes that we did together, which were awesome. This is moment with Angela Brown was amazing. Check that one out for sure. So here's the first story I'm going to share from the Professional House Cleaners Group. This one is from Nicole Mercer of Huda Shell Cleaning Services in Burnett County, Wisconsin. Here we go. Here is Nicole's story. I was cleaning a cabin and unbeknownst to me, they installed a strangely located bidet attachment. It was at the back and looked like a nightlight another client had installed for their kids. I flushed the toilet in preparation of putting toilet bowl cleaner in it, but nothing happened. I went to the lower level to check that the water pump was indeed turned on. It was. Went upstairs to check that all the electricity was on. It was. I checked the second bathroom and all was well. Next logical step is to check the shutoff valve for that toilet. I turned it and nothing sounded different. So I opened the valve all the way and flushed the toilet again. And as soon as I did, the water from the bidet blasted me so hard in the chest, I stumbled backwards out of the toilet area into the main part of the bathroom. The water pressure was crazy and was not letting up, blasting full force several feet, soaking not just me, but everything around me. It was bedlam. The fancy floors are now slippery and wet. (laughs) And I have to crawl across them to dodge the crazy bidet water cannon that was spraying around like a snake out in the jungle. Oh, and the kicker? My mother was visiting from out of state. You know, the mother who started the cleaning business. I took over and expanded when she retired I don't know which of us laughed harder, but we were both in tears by the time I got back to the toilet to turn off the water at the shutoff valve. <laughs> Can you guys all just picture her crawling her way, the snake spitting violent bidet, 200 pounds of pressure water at her all over the bathroom. She's just crawling, trying to reach for it. Just a little bit more, just a little bit more. She's trying and trying to get back to the toilet to reach that shutoff valve. And then she says in her story, I'm glad no one was sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Could you imagine that? They'd be blown out the roof. <laughs> They'd have a hole in their butt bigger than they already have. Oh, that's terrible. The pressure from the water left red welts across my clothed upper body. <laughs> I can only imagine going to the doctor for the pressure of that jet hitting the nether regions at full force. Needless to say, it's been years, and if anyone even says the word bidet in our presence, we will still laugh until we cry, remembering the day I took my mother to work and was attacked by a toilet. Hey, Nicole, bidet. I'm still laughing I gotta start a podcast now the imagery of this story that was like maybe the funniest one I've ever done I'll have to check with my editor editor what do you think Smart more Go school listeners has anyone been listening to this podcast since the beginning I've probably done over a hundred funny stories and there's been some good ones that one was really good thank you so much Nicole Oh my goodness. All right, let's get into the podcast. Yes, I do need to do it. This one's called Ghosted But Not Forgotten. Have you ever had a customer or an employee that ghosted you and you didn't even know why it happened? When this happens early in your business, it really affects your confidence and your heart. Some of you may have had this happen with a first girlfriend or boyfriend. It makes you question whether you should be doing what you're doing. It's natural. Rejection is very difficult. By 2016, I had optimized my solo cleaning company after 13 hard years. I was very confident in what I did. Later that year, I started coaching others how to do the same. Rachel was my first coaching client. I helped her every week and it felt great to help someone else. Andrea was my second coaching client. I coached her every week as well, and it also felt great. I was really on to something. Maybe I had found a niche that I loved and also a way to create a secondary income source from anywhere in the country. It was very exciting. My third coaching client, let's call him Ron. That's not his real name, clearly. I just want to keep his name anonymous. I coached Ron two times. Ron was working at a factory full-time and had started a side hustle cleaning company that he wanted to use to get out of his job. I saw some issues with the way he was building it and gave him some hard advice. After our second call, Ron ghosted me. He never gave a reason and never responded to any of my follow-ups. And I tried. I emailed him or messaged him probably 10 times over the next 6 to 12 months. Yes, excessive. I just couldn't understand it. I thought I was doing okay. My confidence was lacking, I guess. Well, surely it was. I didn't understand what happened. And since this happened, I've moved on. And I've added more coaching clients. I met Debbie Sardo not long after this, who encouraged me greatly to create a course for solo cleaners. That course is called the ISO model course. And this is what's included in the solo elite membership still today. We sold that first solo business. We moved to Pennsylvania and did it again. I added a podcast, this one, and memberships through the smart cleaning school platform. I scaled the second cleaning company with a team and took my family to Florida for a month. We're growing and striving to help as many people as possible. But that third customer named Ron ghosting me really affected me early on. I questioned whether I was doing the right thing, or if I was too hard on people, or if I was too easy, or if I was really qualified to be coaching at all. I had to work things out internally and emotionally build my confidence back up. Thankfully, I was able to help Rachel and Andrea quite a bit, which did boost my confidence. The infamous ghosting happened in March 2017. About a month ago, I decided that I wanted to reach out to every former customer I've had in the coaching business and anything related to the Smart Cleaning School memberships. I just sent a simple email checking in with everyone and thanking them for their trust in me and wanting to see how they were doing in their life, their families, their business. And I sent an email to Ron as well. It was the first contact or follow-up I had done with him in probably four to five years. A month later, I got a free coaching call set up on my calendar. I offer these on my website and mentioned this on my podcast. A guy named Ron booked a call. I looked at the answers to his reasonings for booking the call and it said this. I just wanted to call and apologize to you. I immediately knew who it was and couldn't believe it. I was very excited for this phone call. We did the call a few days later. It lasted 10 minutes. Here's what he told me. You helped me out about six years ago, and then I totally didn't return any of your calls or emails. Recently, I was talking to my therapist and told her about this situation. She told me that I should reach back out to you and apologize. I thought that was a good idea. Then your email came across, and it confirmed that I needed to call you and apologize. What I did weighted heavily on my heart, and I wanted to get it off. It reflected poorly in my character. Ken, I'm sorry. I I was amazed to hear this. I told him that it definitely was hard for me back then as I doubted myself after what happened. I told him that he was only my third customer and I didn't know if I was good enough to coach. I told him how much it meant to me that he said, I'm sorry. Obviously, I forgave him and not that I needed to. We got to talk for a few minutes more and I asked him how he was doing. Ron has started a new company. Cleaning wasn't the right fit for him. He has other entrepreneurial ambitions as well. Ron has gone through some tough patches in life since our last coaching calls in 2017. But at the end of our call, he let me pray for him. I told him I'd be available if he wanted to ever connect again. Smart Cleaning School, who does this? After six years, call someone back that they wronged. I was so utterly amazed and so grateful it makes me want to be a better human. Here's why I'm sharing this. You will have people that apply to work for you or work for you for a year and then totally disappear off the planet. I've had that happen with a young lady named, uh, oh, let's call her Ronita. <laughs> she came to work for me one night and then completely disappeared with my work shirt and apron. Yep. You'll have customers or prospective customers that you contact or you've been cleaning for them and they will totally ghost you and maybe not even pay you. In both of these situations, you may doubt yourself if you're new in your business or new in hiring. Take what you've learned from me. Don't doubt yourself. Build your confidence and keep moving forward. There is an expression I learned in Amway that helped me a ton. Some will, some won't, so what? Somewhere, six will. In the Amway business, six really productive IBOs on your team would produce a life of freedom called diamond. The mindset was you're going to go through a lot of turning over of the rocks to find six diamonds. Is it worth it? You might go through a 1,000 to find the six. Is it worth it? Are you willing to persistently and consistently go through the effort to find the right ones? Is it worth it? I was willing. I was willing. I was willing and recognized that Ron wasn't one of the six or the 20 or the 50 that I might have in my personal goal in coaching. So I moved on without Ron and turned over other rocks. So if you've been ghosted in any aspect of your life, relationships, business, just keep moving forward and pray for the people that have offended you. Don't let offense turn into bitterness. Bitterness is a root, an evil root that turns into all kinds of wrath and malice and bad things in your life. Let it go and move on. I have not done an episode like this before and I hope it really helps. I pray that you have a run in your life that one day will come back and apologize to you as well. It's unlikely because it doesn't happen often. I'm very blessed and thankful that it happened for me, but I'll say if you've been offended or hurt or ghosted and you just want some advice or someone to talk to, feel free to book a free coaching call with me on the Smart Cleaning School website at www.smartcleaningschool.com. Make sure to check out the many free and paid resources available on the website as well. I look forward to helping you overcome this as I did. Have an amazing week. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.